Hey, this is Javi. Hey, this is Dalton. Hey, this is Matt. Hey, this is Jake. Hi, this is Wes. We are Post Animal. And you are listening to Sound Sessions. I'm glad this interview is starting out very comfortably and not awkward at all. I just, no, I love it, man. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is your host, Mike Heideman. You are listening to Sound Sessions, and I am so stoked to be speaking to Dalton, Jake, Javi, Wesley, Matt from the band Post Animal. What's going on, guys? What's up, what's up, what's up? Hello. Yo. Hello. <laughs> so you guys, uh, you've been making the rounds since Chicago. You've been playing all over the world. And not only that, you're about to literally travel the world, going to a European tour, the first leg of it. Right, guys? I mean, how, how awesome is that? So awesome. We are unbelievably excited. I think only two of us have been there. No? Uh, is it you, you two have been there? Yeah, I went for like eight days one time in high school. A little trip. A trip. But us three, Trips. <laughs> we've never been there, so oh very God. excited. So the first leg of the tour is out in Flaba, Berlin, in, in Denmark. Is that right? Uh, I think so. Okay. <laughs> I think that was right. <laughs> what, what kind of thought process and like what kind of preparation goes into taking on a European tour as opposed to like just traveling or playing a show here in Chicago? Well, we have to worry a lot about... Um, like backlining instruments because mm -hmm. we can't really bring our own stuff um, over on the plane. Um, so yeah, working out all of that, uh, getting a tour manager mm -hmm. for, for over there. Also like booking the tours in Europe takes a little bit of extra work from, cause we have to get a booking agent in Europe to do it. Um, but yeah, aside from that, it's just like, Practicing a good amount, <laughs> getting getting greased up and ready to go, adapting that power yeah. to fit the UK and EU models. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, what's it been like from the first moment you guys kind of met to building up this band and creating this little family that you guys have now, and now you get to do all these great things like play Lollapalooza, play South by Southwest. Uh, I mean, can you kind of just talk about the inception of the band? What was the idea of Post Animal when you guys first began? I don't know, really. We started out as a country band, and then we got into, like, Black Sabbath, like, Pink Floyd, stuff like that. And I think we just all like to make pop music, but also be heavy and kind of, like, really fuzz out guitars and play loud, stuff like that. And it just kind of evolved. Now it's, like, a little more, like, progressive, I guess because we are all just getting better at our instruments and it just keeps changing with like whatever moods we go in as we pass through time. Yeah. <laughs> no, I feel you on that. I feel you. Um, so another component of this uh, interview and of sound sessions interviews, we like to make people a little bit more comfortable when we're doing these interviews. I mean, you probably get asked the questions about a European tour. All right. The band, the, the inception of the band, the name, blah, blah, blah. But how about we share these questions over your favorite drink, which is the iced coffee unsweetened. I'm going to pass these around for you guys real quick. Now tell me, guys, why out of all the drinks in the world is it the uh, iced coffee unsweetened venti? Look at these. Look at, look at, just look at yeah, I'll them. take another one. <laughs> 
Liquid. Here, explain. Liquid gold. Did I get everybody? Yes. Thanks. Should I and I'm put an asterisk? Sure. And go. <laughs> this. Well, I think everyone enjoys a nice coffee. I might be the the unsweetened guy. Well, everyone. Actually, you you guys are. I can. I'll make Jake a, a great little ice ice coffee. I'll throw just a little sugar and a little milk. But you know, Jake also. Jake also drinks coffee uh, straight, as they say. <laughs> so is this your go-to drink before your shows or anything like uh, that? All what, day. What, what does this mean to you as it, as it you know, slides down the old gullet, I suppose? Well, <laughs> it's an important, uh, when, when touring around, getting our, our daily iced coffee, sometimes our, our twice or three times daily iced coffee is <laughs> sort of a, a benchmark, uh, a way to... You know, check in uh, after a few hours of traveling. A way to kind of reorient before we cheers, uh, guys. Get started cheers. at plan at the venue. Cheers. I love this. This makes me giddy. <laughs> we don't talk. We can't really talk and figure things out in the morning until we've had coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really I think just it's a series of grunts. Yeah. <laughs> it's like. Um, you know, it's necessary to stop and go to the bathroom or get gas when you have to fill up. It's also necessary for our band to stop and get coffee almost before the other things. Yeah, probably. yeah. Yeah, it kind of gives us a sense of routine in a very not routine like schedule. You know, we're always switching cities and switching venues, so it feels different all the time. So it's nice to go and get some coffee at pretty much Starbucks. That's, yeah, that's where it is. Yeah, I was going to say, I was going yeah, to okay. point this out. So, yeah, it's they totally okay. They did ask for Starbucks, but it, as proximity dictates, Duncan was the closest. And This uh, is still quality. Listen, it is. Oh, it's so Chicago is a Duncan Chicago city. Chicago runs on Duncan. Yeah, <laughs> and we all know this. We all know. <laughs> that's very true. So have you guys ever tried to dive into any other drink besides coffee? I mean, most rock bands, you think vodka, whiskey, oh, yeah. tequila, <laughs> post animals going with... Coffee. Unsweetened coffee, iced coffee. <laughs> we like kombucha a lot too. Oh yeah, I think kombucha is another. Uh, that's another fun one. Yeah. Of the alcoholic kinds, you know, I enjoy a Negroni. Ooh. Yeah. I also enjoy a nice Cabernet. Oh, nice. Wow, yeah. Wesley, it's getting really fancy over yeah. here. If you ask me. Listen, tequila. Yeah. Tequila. I think, uh, tequila. Yeah. Yeah, it always does it's you like right. Like tequila is like the unsweetened iced coffee of. Alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> 8.39 p.m. Tequila can replace a little coffee. Okay. The okay. rest of the day, here we are. Now, there's uh, often talk of tequila being mixed with coffee. I see a lot of those drinks often happen. Have you guys ever dove into that? I haven't done that. I've done the Irish coffee, which is the whiskey and coffee, which mm-hmm. is pretty I've good. That's great, yeah. I think with some Baileys, like even it out Ooh. and like Baileys bridge the gap, that's That reminds me of like need. Christmas. Yeah. Espresso martini. I've had one of those. Those are, kind of, those are a yeah, little fancy. I've had one of those too. Those are amazing. Espresso martini? Espresso martini, uh-huh. yeah. If I were to go, this is a pretty Chicago centric podcast and show. So if I were to go somewhere in the city, where would be the best espresso martini? You're probably not going to find it anywhere except for a bar downtown. There's, there's got to be some place. Like I have a little in Italy, Nashville, maybe. So Nashville? I, yeah. Okay. It doesn't help you. Yeah, out. yeah. yeah. They have, uh, they have a, at at a Toto Santos. Do they have a coffee? Oh yeah, because uh, that might work with mezcal pretty well. You ever had Toto or been to Toto Santos? It's like no on, underneath Quixote, which is a kind of fine dining Mexican influence yeah. restaurant. 
Okay, I feel like I've definitely heard of it, maybe walked by it a few thousand times, but never been there. Is, <laughs> yeah, is that that's really a good spot? Good. Yeah, the bar is really cool. Bar. It's a, yeah. yeah, Mezcal bar. So when you guys are going to places here in Chicago, you have been in the city and you've grown as a band for so many years now. Is there a spot where you guys walk in and just like in a music video or a movie, everyone stops, the record stops, and they go, post animals here, guys. Get them, get them their uh, martini espressos fast. <laughs> Starbucks. That's, that's what I was gonna say. Starbucks on Kedzie. But that's more of like an annoying. They're like, oh God, he's here. <laughs> All right, make another batch of iced coffee for Matt. <laughs> <laughs> How did you guys meet, first of all? Like, how did, how did this all come together? Uh, me and Matt grew up together. Mm -hmm. We're from Danville, Illinois. It's mm -hmm. like three hours south. Uh, you guys met, right? Yeah. First? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, we met through, through mutual, mutual friends. friends. And then, then it was us three. Yeah. We met Javi then, when he was still in his previous band, Dolores. Okay, okay. Yeah, so we knew him for a while. But then he moved to Chicago. And we started playing together. Yeah, West was a DePaul here. connection, mm -hmm. yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, in right. theater school Joe. through Joe. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys ever live together as a band to kind of grow this, grow this out? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, like 2016 to 2017, right? Yeah, we were all in a house together. We were all in a big, big wow. old yeah. house. <laughs> not, not that big of a house, but. Now, we have a secret connection. Um, I, I know you guys live together because I have a friend named Molly who used to uh, be friends with you guys and, and live with you. Bl a blonde girl. Molly Gleeman? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Shout out Molly Kleeman. Yeah, so um, I asked her, I texted her before this podcast and I said, hey, do you have any questions to ask Post Animal? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> what would be one thing that nobody on planet Earth would know about Post Animal that only you guys knew inside that home? Like, what, what, who wakes up earliest, who takes the longest to shower, those kind of things. Do, do people know about the bees? <laughs> like the hornets? The, the hornets yeah, that lived among us? Also the mice. Yeah, that house was overrun with more, more creatures than humans, and there were different creatures every few months. Yeah. It's honestly not even close. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. thousands of like hornets. <laughs> That was our first infestation. Yeah, in the wow. shower. It's like, what do you call them? Love bugs? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then mice towards the end of it. And then it got yeah. demolished. Mice in the winter. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the, the apartment oh, just got demolished. Oh, yeah. They just couldn't yeah. take oh, it. Yeah. Condominiums now. Yeah, the owner sold it. I mean, <laughs> Dave. Did it fall apart just because of these wasps and mice? They're just ransacking it over the years? It was on its, it was on its merry he way. He just like, made his million <laughs> off of it. It was... Yeah, it was falling apart. Like the actually the railing from the second floor to the first floor was just like completely out of the or like off or like it was like kind of like a banister. Oh thing. yeah, there's like screws there's, sticking out. Yeah, yeah, screws and gotta. yeah, some of the stairs were kind of messed up. Like you'd had to like not step on certain stairs and uh, yeah, the Matt got stung in the shower once, right? <laughs> by yeah, a by a baby hornet. We had been like whatever it was telling our landlord about it for like a while and finally i feel like i like texted and was like I, my roommate got stung and he's allergic <laughs> and so finally they were like okay and he's then yeah sleep with a, gave us a can of that that raid <laughs> stuff yeah. and when i'd wake up there'd be a new batch of hornets in my bedroom <laughs> 
and I'd sh- have to shoot them from my bed. They loved your socks. Get out right? Yeah, they were all over my dirty socks. <laughs> They're in your socks. Um. Oh, it was it was gnarly. <laughs> the the mice thing. There's the mice poop in our like pantry, Everywhere. our food pantry. It was yeah, just yeah. unbelievable. I had never seen anything like it before. All over my beans. All over my yeah. beans. Chips just getting eaten. <laughs> it's insane. I didn't That's realize it could truly be. Have you ever seen the movie Willard? <laughs> came out like 15 years ago. It's about a guy who like controls rats. Yeah, it's like that. Oh, like, mice. Like sick them on people. Yeah, you yeah. can sick them. But you guys had no control of these rats and mice. They were just literally making your lives a living hell. No, it was, it was it was like freaky. It was, it was mm-hmm. intense. Yeah, fake. One of our it's like a fake story. We we couldn't control the heat. <laughs> Only the downstairs neighbors could. And so it was always like, so sometimes it was like. Pumping heat in like the summer for some reason, huh. it would be so hot. Oh my oh, gosh! If we would plug in a heater, it would cut the power to the whole building. <laughs> so, that so, did you guys practice in the same uh, apartment building too? No, not there. Okay. We we had a place. We had a place before that that yeah. not everyone lived at, but us three lived at on Ashland, um, next to Captain Nemo's. Okay. Chicago yeah. locals. Was that a bar? Um, that scary ties till four, <laughs> <laughs> but it's actually open till five. Yeah. <laughs> uh, basketball well, we hoop in the back. Memory lane. Yeah, we're just, um, but yeah, we used to practice. We like uh, recorded um, the Garden series in that place. Okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, we used to practice in that apartment. So, uh, when you were creating the album, when I think you, when I think of you in a castle, um, and that was coming out, were you still in this apartment? Like. Yeah. Okay. Right. So I was trying to think, what was the guiding moment, or was that moment when you're like, you know, maybe this music thing is working out. Maybe we can kind of up our level a little bit and, <laughs> and, and get a new place. Or yeah. it all came. Everything that we have now came like well after we finished mm-hmm. that album. So yeah. we were still like living in filth for like a year before anyone cared yeah. about us. <laughs> you got to put yourself in those in those dues though. You got to pay your dues to become yeah. a true rock and roll band. What do you think about these bands that sometimes win a contest or they're a big YouTube celebrity who have like, you know, famous parents or something like that and get it right to the top? I mean, do you feel like to become a fully formed band you need to go through these like lows and highs together? I mean, I think everyone's got their own their own path you know our our path was pretty unconventional um i think everyone you know if you put them under a microscope you'd see that everyone has like a a unique hook or something that happens to them that's not super common so i'd say like you know we we had our path and certain things were easier or more difficult for us than for other people and that's just kind of the way it is yeah yeah if you take like a one direction or something like that like even those guys i mean they're clearly, you know, very well off and, you know, have achieved like a, a level where you can't really top that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's like a, a list of of things that they've had to go through in their whole career that yeah, like we would never super... be able to conceive of yeah. you know, as being difficult or whatever it is. Yeah. No, I feel you. Yeah, they're probably like, what supermodel do I date this one? Yeah, <sighs> exactly. Yeah. NDAs. Her? NDAs. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, well, right on, guys. I I, I love the. Wait, wait, would you say NDAs? Yeah. What does that mean? I think. Uh, oh, non disclosure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
love you, Harry. That that is that is so great, man. That is so great. Um, well, because I, I love what you guys do, and I love your sound that you create. I think the first time that I saw you guys was opening up for White Reaper in, at the uh, Metro. Oh yeah, cool. um, and an amazing show because it was you, White Reaper. And I can't remember who the first band was, but they the entire night just blew me away. I mean, the the way that you guys went on stage. And commanded the audience. Um, do you remember those first crowds in Chicago and some of the first places you played as a band when you were just touring around, you know, trying to get your foot in the door, I suppose, before you played? Which, uh, for listeners who are out there not from Chicago, I feel like playing the Metro is a pretty big deal to bands. I, 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 people get tattoos of the, the first days that they played at the Metro on their bodies. So what were those first days like? You know, what were those first uh, venues might take the word crowds away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like, we played the Metro pretty early on, but there was yeah. there were 25 people there, I think. Yeah. Oh, we played, we played an empty Metro. <laughs> At least you were on that stage though, right? They must have they must have just not had a had a hard time getting some bands in for like that period of time, but they were doing a local show and there were like yeah, four bands on the bill and I mean, it's like a 1,100 cap room and 20 people f- <laughs> don't necessarily fill it up. Two of them are, are my parents. We got our we got our toes wet with the Metro vibe. Yeah, yeah the vibe. No, that that's awesome. Was, yeah, it was fun though. We 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 hustled around and played as many venues as we could. We played a, a Game of Thrones night at the Burlington. Oh yeah, this is like season six. We like loaded. Oh, in. Wow. We loaded in during. An episode, just carrying our gear <laughs> through the night. bar, and everyone's just like quietly watching Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. That was one of the first ones. Oh my um, gosh! Yeah, you could say that the bar was sold out. The Game of Thrones night was like yeah, that was packed, out. but then the show was three people vacant. Yeah. yeah. Jeez! Everyone that was watching Game of Thrones was really passively upset. <laughs> that we were you guys were playing with our gear. They were so yeah. annoyed. Mm. You know, I would be too. Yeah. Were you guys Game of Thrones fans? How do you think it ended? Did you like the ending of it? Terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Terrible ending. Amazing show. Uh, amazing show, but I'm, I'll complain until the day I die about the last season of Game of Thrones. And that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> I feel you, man. So I kind of feel the same way. I, w- I didn't really follow it too much. kind of focused it more on the last season, but uh, it was just too much to, to to wait to carry. It was like reading like a thousand books at, at, in like yeah. a month. Did you like the last season? I did. Okay. I did. I, I, Sorry to trash it like I did. <laughs> no, it's but, okay. You know. It's all good. It's yeah. all good. Um, so uh, you guys, I was listening to, I'm not, yeah, I'm not offended at all about it. No. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like going home and like right. a, a Darth Wa- Rocky warrior or whatever they sing. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, you guys did share this one really cool story that I was listening to in a past interview that you guys did where you, you know, your previous member, Joe, who got some fame himself, you were playing a show at Coles in Chicago, one of my favorite places to go see shows. And all of a sudden we were playing, you know, smaller venues. And then one night, all of a sudden the entire bar was jam-packed lines out the door what did that feel like like being in a band like I play music myself but being in a band and then all of a sudden seeing the entire place full just for you guys I mean it must have been a pretty cool feeling yeah yeah it was, it was very very exciting and and uh, kind of you know like unusual almost. unusual and pretty shocking and it was uh, a, you know it it felt like you know we, we had an opportunity to mm-hmm. play our music and deliver what we were trying to deliver to more people and yeah i think i mean all of us were pretty stoked to have 
people showing up to the gigs yeah, for yeah. once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like witnessing a sudden shift. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like kind of jarring to see in th- in that at like in like that way, you know, yeah. kind of just seeing it. Yeah. But, yeah. But the coolest part is about your band is you guys already had the chops to really show people what you were made of at that point. All you needed was a little tiny boost. I mean, we'll call it. Do you guys ever think of the universe kind of like telling you things or like giving you that little nudge that you needed that you're like, I don't know how we're going to get this band bigger. I don't know what we're going to have to do or who, are, who what we're going to have to say, but we need something. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, like this little shove gives you, gets your way. Do you guys mm-hmm. believe in that kind of stuff? Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. Yes. Do you guys like see that? Do the guys... only person that's ever like said something like that in regards to to um, getting more exposure, um, just with like Joe becoming an actor, you know, or not becoming an actor, but mm-hmm. becoming a working actor. Up. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, it's like a definitely a, a shove of luck in our direction. We're very grateful for it too, yeah. you know, because there's so many talented artists, but I mean, probably one percent of them get a chance to even like go on a tour that you know, people might go out to the show and see them. So, right. Crazy. And just think about it's for every person in the entire planet, you guys met and then you guys ended up creating a band. And for some reason you, uh, Javi took, you know, guitar lessons one day. And then he's like, I got to meet these guys in Chicago. And then all those things work together just to make sure that you guys could, you know, eventually get on stage, play together, play Lollapalooza, play South by Southwest, and now you're taking all these things in. Do you ever take that into account for all the the small little hard work that you guys put in for all the things that you're doing now today? It's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. It used to kind of like be a really weird feeling to think that people were showing up for something other than our band, but I think now we're at the point where we can look back and be like, wow, like... All it did was give us a chance to impress people, and like at this point, it like seems like little by little we're like making people realize that the music is actually something that they like, mm-hmm. not just someone who was in the band. So it's really pretty amazing to think about, especially like growing up with Matt, and then being here. We're like up eighteen floors <laughs> in a building in downtown Chicago. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty crazy the universe. Yeah. yeah, it's all coming together. And to be honest, guys, before the interview, I didn't even know that uh, Joe was in that show because I, I never watched that show before. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, our, one, of the rare. one of our video texts was like, hey, did you know that this happened with their band? And then I was listening to, a, like, doing some prep work, and I was like, oh, that'd be something interesting to ask them, I suppose. But it's because of the immense amount of fun that I've had at your shows, and I can see the people who are going to your shows are having a blast. One thing that I did love in your shows that I've never really seen any other band do is, Javi, when I saw you at South by Southwest and at most shows, you have a pedal that is specifically for an echoed reverb of your voice that you scream into (laughs) (laughs) during guitar solos. Yeah. How did this come to be? I think it was an accident at first, Um, just because I had seen other people in bands do that, like kind of do a woo, like before a drop or on a drop just for good measure you know to kind of amplify the effect and intensity of the crowd and i have a a pedal that i use to like sing a note on in in like a couple songs and i just i left it on for that and it really worked and then just kept doing it um yeah i I, thanks i'm glad that you like it (laughs) 
Because <laughs> it's so cool. Because what and what did you guys think about? Uh, and this will lead into a different question. But what did you think about letting him just be like? He's like, hey, dudes, I want to create like an echo version of my voice where I'm just going to scream into it. And you guys were like, sounds good to me, and just put it on the stage. Like, how open are to you to these new ideas with the band? So open. So, it's yeah. happy accidents are like the foundation yeah. of the band. It's like, yeah, because yeah. that kind of stuff gets the crowd excited. You know, it's like getting the hype. Getting the energy up, you know? Yeah. It's like when someone, when he screams like that, it gives everyone like a, a reason to sort of be like snap out of it if they're just like kind of staring and not really moving around or feeling a little awkward or something. And then he does that. Mm -hmm. It's like, ah. yeah, I'll freak out too. I feel like it's like a way to sort of like up the stakes for ourselves too. Like we're always in practice and then on stage trying to find little, um, like additions we can make and like last minute changes and just like variations on the recordings just to make these like live show experiences more fun and engaging for us and yeah try and make it feel like a heightened experience for everybody you know yeah like pass the energy back and forth between the crowd like if we're engaged they're engaged you know yeah i think i definitely remember asking you guys about it after a few times after doing it a few times like are you guys cool with this yeah yeah and I, yeah i think they were yeah we're, it's usually a yes game mm -hmm. with us we usually <laughs> let people yeah, yeah do their thing Go, so as far as strong song structure goes with you guys uh, a lot of your music if people haven't listened to post animal or in the albums your songs are kind of like a journey you have to go through where you one minute you're listening to one song and then there's a scream or there is some kind of uh, of guitar solo or a break in the vocals and then it turns into a whole new song or all of a sudden the tempo gets sped up by like 15 and you're like what the hell am I listening to now on top of all of that changing the songs are sometimes, and you're jamming for like 10 minutes uh, that I've seen sometimes. How do you guys remember all those parts? And how, is it just repetition? Or can you guys at this point feel each other out and just be like, all right, he's going to be playing this right now, so I'm going to go into this part. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to think, like, with Dirt Picker, I remember, like, that was one that we, when we were structuring it, it was difficult for us to get that like remember all that and we wrote that one down i feel like usually we just play these things enough where we get them in our heads mm -hmm. and we really like try to write while we play together um and that helps a lot because you just don't have a choice but to commit it to muscle memory mm -hmm. a little bit um that mixed with reading each other like knowing how each other like how we all look when we're about to make a change or how we sound when we're about to make a change like mm -hmm. those two things combined i feel like yeah make it not super hard to remember where to go next it's a little subconscious at this point you know we just like <clears throat> recognize you know if it's starting to speed up you know it's it just is so mm -hmm. then every it's we don't i don't feel like any of us really think about anything too hard at this point yeah, no, that's the, that's the beauty of music sometimes. You can just kind of feel it, which is why music above everything is just the, it's just the coolest. Mm -hmm. And that's why everyone says it's the ultimate language because it's not about listening or feeling. It's more so about you just, you just feel that moment and you're like, all right, this is, this is what we're doing. This is, it's so present is what I'm trying to say, universe. I guess. Yeah. Th those back are the, to the universe. Those are the best things, in my opinion, when, when you like make something where you can 
perform it and not think about it at all Mm -hmm. in each like shift like from the verse to the chorus or whatever it is like you're just not thinking about it at all that's that's the best i think that's what we aim for it yeah we put like two songs and like in a kind of like an interlude in between and it's like yeah i love just playing straight through and being like oh yeah we're about to hit this part next yeah and then go to it and do it <laughs> <laughs> what an amazing feeling all right so how about any new music coming out do you have anything on, on the brink of uh of just glory that's coming out in, in the next few months what's that emoji emoji yeah yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, we're yeah, working. Okay, <laughs> okay. Yeah. You're like, no, we're done. Yes. It was like that album was great. Uh, we're, we're done. Yeah, it, it was a one and done. So. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> with the, yeah, we we uh, without our our lawyers present, uh-huh. we don't know exactly how much we can say. But, but in no, yeah, we're we're working on new stuff. Definitely we're, okay. Yeah, pretty hard. We'll have it out as soon as we possibly can for people to enjoy. Working hard. Uh, are we talking? If notebooks full, you're in the studio. Um, we, we've, we've, we've already recorded. Yeah, we've already. In the, okay. We have like a record coming and it's recorded. <laughs> we have oh, a record recorded. It's done. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think we were. It's already out. Yeah, you guys. It's a to do list. Yeah. Is we're just yeah. going down the to do list of yeah. things yeah. to do. All right. Well, guys, I can't thank you enough for joining me here on Sound Sessions. This has been so much fun. Uh, before I let you guys go, do you want to do a quick round of this or that's? Yeah. yeah. Okay, great. Let me get him out here for you real quick. Uh, now, anybody can answer. If you don't want to answer, I get it. You guys can love it. the fifth, too. Um, we got White Sox or Cubs? Cubs. 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 Okay. We're the home of the White Sox here at WGN. But don't, don't, we won't hold that against you. <laughs> we, we were the Cubs for 90 Chris plus Sale. years. Oh, yeah, that's true. But he's that's gone. True. I know. Right. Yeah. yeah. He came into Best Buy once. <laughs> what, as far as rap goes, uh, Chance the Rapper or Kanye? Kanye. Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> They're both good, well, but Kanye. Chance on uh, Life of Pablo. Kanye. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Chance on Life of Pablo. <laughs> that's yeah. a, I like what you did there. Right? Yeah. That's those, those two. <laughs> that's actually a hard one. Yeah. 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 yeah, I like them both. Ghosts or aliens? Wow. What's, What's the, the difference? difference? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to well, say, I, I'm going to con- consequence. aliens. You're going to say aliens? Okay. Wow. Holy cow. This is the thinker, huh? That's a good one. Are we all going with aliens, or what are we? I, I like the. Do you, do you believe in ghosts and aliens? Yes. Like, oh, we have some ghost stories. Yeah. You do. I think I might have some alien stories, but you never know you if never it's real or not. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys have a quick ghost story that you've all shared? Maybe like from the old house that had all the rats and fecal matter, matter everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we were just smelling the poop and like going crazy. Hallucinating ghosts. <laughs> We, we, yeah, there's, we've talked a lot about like our, our recording of Castle and how we think there was some, some, uh, you know, paranormal paranormal activity going along with that. But, uh, yeah, I, I can't think like one story. I was, I was met in the night by, uh, an assertive but friendly ghost, (laughs) I think. (laughs) (laughs) So like a dominatrix yeah. Casper, looks like kind like of a, friendly, no, kind of succubus. Like it was meant by a succubus, you know, some sort of <laughs> incubus. Uh, <laughs> no, like, like a like an adult, like an old, right? like an older. Scrap. Yeah, yeah, just kind of pulled me out of my sleep. Wow. <laughs> I feel like there's more to this story than what I'm being told. So I'm gonna move on to the next one. Uh, all right. So your name is Post Animal. What's your favorite animal? Mike Oshock. <laughs> Micah. 
a gibbon. I, uh, I like foxes and wolves. I go back and forth. You know? That's a good one. Like dogs. <laughs> I love dogs. Dogs are the best. What kind of dog? My dog. Uh, <laughs> my, I like just mutts or I don't know. I like I like Bernie's Mountain Dogs. Let's mm. say that. Oh. Those are, they're always so sweet. Yeah. Pine Martin. And big. Ooh. Cool animal. <laughs> Part of the weasel family. <laughs> Pine Martin. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, well, thanks again for joining me on the show. Um, it, you know, there's a lot of people who are sitting in their moms or dads' basements right now or in their bedrooms, and they want to get to the point where you guys are. Um, suburbs of Chicago, there's so many people with guitars in, right now. What kind of advice can you give to those younger people who want to get to the, your point, I guess? Keep doing it and try to do your own thing as much as possible. Yeah. yeah. Do it. I would say do it for you, too. Like, do play music because you want to play music. Not because you want to achieve some sort of thing, you know. I mean, yeah. obviously, we everyone wants to grow, and you know, there's always new goals to attain in in life. And that applies to anything, though. I feel like if you want to play music, you play music for for yourself and yeah. for your bandmates and for the people that like music. You know? Also, like uh, be be really kind to people that you know that you know in general but people that make music and people that are interested in music because you know it's a community and uh it's you're not gonna have any success no matter how you know exciting your trajectory is or if you have a a member in a tv show or any any kind of crazy thing that happens with you like you're not gonna do very well if you don't have if you don't have people supporting you and if you don't show support mm -hmm. to other people trying to do the same thing that's big time. Big time importance right there. Be nice. Be nice. Being nice is, is one of the most important things you can do. I often see that in a, a lot of people, especially here in the Chicago community and with music in general. You go to an open mic night. You go to see your friend's band play. Everyone's very supportive. We're very lucky to live in Chicago because we have that uh, as a part of us. Yeah. Guys, uh, this was so much fun. I loved every single second of it. Your band, Post Animal, go and check them out. If you live in Europe, <laughs> they're going to be playing them all over the place. Thank you again for joining us here on Sound Sessions. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Can we do a cheers of our iced coffees? Cheers, cheers boys. Who's cheers. down the most? Is that Jake? Is that Wes? Can't get enough of Sound Sessions? Like our Facebook page, follow us on Twitter at SoundSeshPod, and check us out on Instagram at SoundSessionsWGN.